Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, um, another video for the new year. Um, today I would like to again express my sincere gratitude to everyone that's here. Hope you're enjoying the videos. I hope that you're getting something from them. If you feel the video is of a value to you, remember, if we hadn't got this knowledge, we would be in a desperate state, uh, still healing and trying to figure out what happened to us. So if the video resonates at all or you think it could help somebody else, please consider sharing it. Let's get the narcissistic abuse community onto more, get more widespread coverage on the YouTube platform so that more people get to know about it. Thanks. Guys, today I'd like to talk about um, how the narcissist isolates you and why they do it. Um, again, like I said in the last video, I believe that the narcissists are all quite conscious of what they're doing, even if it's gone into their subconscious, because at one stage uh, they knew that they used this manipulation tactic and it worked and they repeated it. And even if it's subconscious now, um, it is intentional because it works and because it's worked for them before. It's worked to give them control over you and for their sense of power and um, the, the emotional regulation that follows from that. So when they get into a relationship with you, again, as I said in the last video, they intensely occupy your time in order to bring you under control. They intensely look to earn your trust because they know when you trust them and rely on them and become reliant on them, they then have you under control and they can max out their supply from you and obtain residual benefits and basically be your puppeteer and have you serve them for as long as they deem your services are valuable. In other words, as long as you do everything they want you to do, renege on your own personality and your own life, serve them totally and admire, um, admire them and promote them and give them whatever they want. That is what a narcissist is looking for in their supply. So in order to control you, um, there's so many different techniques they use, but today I'd like to talk about isolation. Obviously, um, it's a war tactic as well. If you can cut off the supplies to your enemy and you and I guys are the narcissist's enemy who they want to conquer and control. If you cut off the supplies to them, they're going to be weakened they're going to be reliant on the supply that's in front of them because that's all they're going to have. They're going to feel much less powerful in their own person, in their own ability to survive. And because they know that the person in front of them is all they have. So the person in front of them becomes far more important, important and far, far more powerful. What the narcissist does when they get with you at first is they're very keen to get to know your friends, your family and your allies, basically. 
They're very charming. They're very keen to spend time with the people that are closest to you. And to you, this is just lovely. I mean, it's your ideal love has come into your life and they want to know more about your life and they want to know they want to meet the people that are important in your life and they want to spend time with them. And now this is a beautiful world opening up where you're with the love of your life and they want to get to know your friends and family. What could be better? What could seem healthier and what could seem more attractive and make you feel happier? More rushes of dopamine and serotonin. So they're charming with your family. Let's take your family to start off with. And they they try and get to know your family as closely as possible. And they talk about you with your family and they find out what type of relationships you have with each family member. And they'll question you then about the type of relationships you have with each family member. If they find that there's anyone in your family that maybe is your not your greatest um, ally or your greatest admirer or is maybe slightly jealous of you or there's another narcissist in your family, they will hone in on that person because that person is going to be useful to them later on. They want to get a foothold in with someone in your family, in your closest inner circle. Now, if they can't do that, if your family is really for you and they sense that there is no in, they will then try and withdraw you from your family in bringing up subtle, subtle things, maybe saying your family are quite controlling, really, aren't they? And you go, really? And then they'll bring little things in and say, well, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. But if there's anyone in the family, say a brother or a sister, that's, that you're maybe a bit of a rival with, you know, that you don't get on as closely as you would with the others, they'll start and say that maybe that person is a little bit jealous of you. So they'll work your way, their way through your family until you're less inclined to spend time with them, or if you want to spend time with your family. Now, this is, remember, a very gradual process. So there's no red flags. It's a very subtle, gradual process. If there's something arranged with your family, they may arrange something else at the same time, like a, a beautiful dinner out or something. Say, oh, oh, no. Oh, I forgot that we were going to your family then, but I've just booked this amazing restaurant and we're going to that. And well, look, I'll, I'll cancel it, but it was very hard to get the booking there. So they, they'll do different things to separate you or to keep you from spending time with your family. Or they'll always want to go when you're with your family to your family visits. They'll do their best to put a wedge between you and the family. And if there's any friction in your family at all, they'll poke at it to kind of escalate it a bit so that eventually you may well see less of your family. And in doing this, they minimise you. They minimise your relationships with other people outside of you and them so that the reflection of you coming back from other people isn't there anymore. 
the only reflection of yourself coming back is from the narcissist. And that does affect you mentally and psychologically. Unless you're a fully, a fully, how can I say, fully awakened person and fully sure of who you are yourself. And you realize that there is someone there manipulating you. This manipulation will work because they're taking your supply away from you. It's not narcissistic supply. It's your love, uh, trust, um, uniqueness of you and the relationships you have with others that are special to you. It's taking all that away from you. So you feel less than because healthy relationships with other people are really necessary for us. They're a really good thing. They they help our self-esteem. They make us feel more powerful and strong in ourselves. And they bring out good things in us. And they remind us of who we are. And it's important. So the narcissist knows this and doesn't want you to be with those that are closest to you. And remember those that are closest to you, if they see changes in you because of your relationship with this narcissist, they will worry for you and they'll start to ask questions which will make you think. And remember that the narcissist doesn't want you to think analytically or critically of them. So it's important if your family is for you that the narcissist keeps them and you apart. And it's also the same with friends, even friends who may be absolutely beautiful people. The narcissist will still manage to pick holes in them to keep them away from you also. So isolation works perfectly in that it takes away from your sense of self and the only sense of outward uh, sense of yourself that you're getting is that which the narcissist is giving you. And ha having had you hooked through the love bomb stage, the devaluation process is then much easier if you're not getting outside validation and outside critical thinking from other people that see a big change in you that you don't realise is actually happening to you because again, you've no outside influences of people that actually really know you very well and love you and wonder why the change in you and are worried because they see you becoming less of yourself, being more involved in the narcissist's life um, and becoming more frantic, becoming more very happy or very low as the narcissist pushes and pulls and withdraws. And then at times of the mini discards, when you reach out to your family, they get very concerned because they feel that they're losing you because your mind is so occupied with this other person. That they see you as more, more of a watercolour than an oil painting. They see you as uh, a shadow of your former self. I remember one one family member saying to me, if you stay in this relationship, you won't exist anymore. You're not the person you used to be. Your, your time and your energy isn't with you anymore. It's all, it's all about this other person. And 
What about you? What about your life? And I'm saying that to you, particularly if you're still with a narcissist. What about you and what about your life? You're not there to be sucked dry as a resource for another person. That is not your purpose in life. Your family is important to you. Your friends are important to you. No one should try and take the precious gifts that they are away from you. And they'll even do this in relation to children. If you have adult children, anyone that's going to influence you in any way, they want to possess and own you and have total control over you. And again, that's why if, if we do go into that state and luckily we often get saved by a friend or family member who sticks with us. And that's why if you see someone else who's in a relationship with a narcissist, a family member, a friend, anyone, and you realise what's happening to them, don't desert them. Don't say, well, if you don't listen to me about what's happening to you, I'm pointing it out and you're not listening. Don't just leave them. That's the worst thing you can do. And it's the thing that the narcissist wants you to do is to abandon them. You may be frustrated, irritated, extremely angry, that the person won't listen to you. But remember what it was like for you. Once a narcissist has you by the neck, it's really, really difficult for the target or the victim to see what's happening to them because it was so subtle and because they really think that the narcissist loves them, just as we did. So what's most effective when a narcissist is trying to isolate a victim is, and it's it's it saves your life, if a family member or a friend sticks with you through it all, and I've seen this happen in action, it happened with me on both sides, one person on the narcissist's family and one, well, two people on my own family. They stayed with me. They, they, when everyone else moved away from me because they didn't like what was going on and I guess I wouldn't listen. These people stuck by me and stayed quiet and just interjected every now and again. And they also interacted with the narcissist in a very polite way. And they were my saviors because the narcissist couldn't convince me that there was something wrong with them. And they weren't speaking against the narcissist. Then what the narcissist will do is they'll say, oh, that your family don't like me or your brother or sister or a son or daughter, they don't like me. And, you know, they really they're trying to split us up and they're trying to do this and they're very badly intentioned towards me. And then if that if your family or the other people start to talk to you badly about the narcissist, it's a beautiful triangulation. You begin to believe the narcissist maybe has a point that maybe the family don't like them. And maybe, you know, you start to get defensive for the narcissist and say, the narcissist will say, your family are jealous of me. They don't like me. They're really abusive to me. They're not nice to me. And you begin to think, is this really true? And your mind is so messed up at this stage that if the family or anyone in the family has said anything to you about bad about the narcissist, it's a terrible bind. But the two people that stuck by me were very balanced they didn't talk negatively about the narcissist. What they did was they said to me, how are you, Paula? 
And how is it going for you? And why are you uh, struggling here and struggling there? But they didn't point the finger or blame anyone else. They just pointed subtle things out that helped me. They believed in me. They stayed with me. And I'm sure you've had this experience with a family member or friend who hasn't blown up and become so frustrated that they've left you, but they've stuck by you, always there in the background to catch you when you fell, to help you keep the blinkers off and to save you really. And for me, that's real, real love. They see you have been caught in a situation that you haven't realised you're in. They see your suffering and they really want to help, but know that until you see it for yourself, you're not going to be able to help yourself. And the only way they can help you is to support you, even in your bad choices, but just to be there to point out different things to you in a very nice, kind way. Thank God for them. Thank God for people who have the knowledge and the narcissistic personality disorder is a very awful, very sad, disturbing disorder to come across, to get involved with someone who's suffering. And it's also awful for the people that suffer it, that have it. Because there doesn't appear to be any hope or any cure. But it is damaging and it's damaging to others. So we do get to we do need to get that knowledge out. Guys, I hope this video about how the narcissist isolates you from your allies, people that can help you and save you and love you is of value. And if you see it happening to anyone else, remember the key is not to abandon them, but to stick with them until they become awakened and to help them along that journey. Thanks guys for listening. Again, like and subscribe if you like the video. Share, please share. It's really necessary to get it out and I will see you again soon. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.